Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Combo Wombo Podcast. I am Mr. Gimpy, and as always, I am joined by the one, the only, Chipped Monk. What's up, bro? Hey, what's going on, bro? Had to put a little you sauce me, on your intro, bro. <laughs> you put a little bit of sauce. You you set the marinara sauce to extra spicy, like with some gumbo, <laughs> and it was a bit too much <laughs> for the energy I was bringing you this morning. <laughs> You're like, let's go, and I'm like... Hey, man, what's going on? I showed you that song earlier, dude. I was ready, I know, I was ready to go. You're going to be amped up, dude. You're like, listen <laughs> to this feature. Tech Nine, a Midwest favorite. Like, yep, yep. Yeah, bro. Uh, Tech Nine and Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> He's fucking bringing bars. <laughs> he brought like one bar. He brought, it was it, right. it, Tech Nine helped him write it. And Tech Nine was going to write the whole verse. And Rock goes, nah, nah, nah. Yeah, I, I mean, this. the guy had I to cut this. promos like every all to, night all almost. Like, yeah. And like, he literally wrote songs the, for his yeah, yeah. Was, like uh people forget that they do different things like in each like town that they go to like they're basically uh performers that perform like 365 like i think it's some crazy schedule like that's like 296 days out of the year they're like on the road like at a different place a different stadium like tweeting yeah. out a show and like a lot of those guys like they're making stuff up like every night like i watched uh the show and it was like it was like when Steve Austin got his head hit on the announcer table and like you know his blood's gushing everywhere. Yeah, uh, that announcer he's like showing like he's like yeah, and here's my notes from that night, and he had like one page of just like one liners about things he wanted to talk about like for different wrestlers, dude. And like that was like a page like he was doing that like every night everywhere he went. He was like, oh, how can I think? Let's make things like what a maneuver. <laughs> so like the <laughs> those, rock, he cut uh, a those, promo, um, bro. Those like if you see, at the end, he would always he would have no idea what the move was called and he's like throw like a hurricane rod out. He's like what. Over. It's just like okay, Vince. Thanks. It's a Frankenstein. You, you just own the goddamn company, but you have no idea what any move is, except for uh, Jake the Snake's DDT. That's that's the one he would always goes and a devastating DDT. <laughs> yeah, man. It's classic. Vince McMahon, dude. That shit. People forget he was an announcer. He's actually pretty good as an announcer, honestly. Like, yeah, I mean, he like grew he up in the business, dude. Yeah, like, I mean, those guys again, like they're just doing like improv every night. So I'm like, are you surprised that uh, Dwayne the Rock can drop a bar? I'm like. No, like that makes perfect sense. Like, those, right? Like, go watch like his '90s promos where he's like just uh, like half the stuff is so like not PC, but it's so funny. Like, you're just like, yeah, all right. Like, you can the tell they're like around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, good a, stuff, it's wild. Good stuff. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, that's, <laughs> that's that's the energy I was bringing today, dude. I had to, all right, that's a lot. It's a drum it up. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna scale it back. You're bringing I think that too, '90s attitude era. This, this is my like sec- second cup of coffee, so I think all that's right. like part of it. Usually, when we start this, I'm working on the second cup, so I like we'll start raising up towards the end of the pod, and it's like, all right, right. it's time to go. And it's like, what the fuck was Gimpy doing? Sleep on the job and. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> the answer is yes. Yeah. Always, man. <laughs> Shit, bro. I was, I, was, I was out there looking for 20,000 friends to, to, to jump on this pod. I got Just two. Just out there going there. I got, I that, got two. You know, so. There you go, man. Hand out flyers at your local uh, <laughs> break dance club. Is that... <laughs> So, <laughs> on the block yeah oh, like shit. dance so, choreography and breakdancing you're like we go to this breakdancing class right, and, right. Uh, this is while, while you are popping and locking here's a nice podcast for you to listen to <laughs> yeah man uh is that a thing uh, anyway uh, so what have you been up to lately bro <laughs> uh you know not much i've still been just playing overwatch i've been hanging out playing battlegrounds like overwatch has been going pretty good i think you're like kind of commenting on where it's like yeah I'm kind of like falling into like two mains that can like hard carry and matches so instead of like focusing on every character i'm like All right, i'm just gonna pick like one or two of these uh, and get really good with them yeah uh, i was gonna say i could see the the uh, evolution of your junk rat game actually and it's been very very fun to watch and i and while i can catch a lot of your streams uh this week i think i missed two maybe three of them so i was like this i wasn't yeah. super supportive this week but i was watching all your shorts yeah, and don't worry about it bro <laughs> and, uh, your your junk rat has definitely elevated like i i yeah. can see it just you're you're also also your game sense for it you're just, like i see like a lot of points people are like rushing towards your your point right like and you're guarding it you'll um you'll cluster pack down flank them from the side and then i see just raining down grenades and stuff and they have no idea where you are for a good 30 seconds and then yeah. when they look and turn on you you you'll booster pack to the other side so it's i was like that's that's some good game sense right there dude like like, I'm, surprised game not, sense about I'm surprised you're not back to gold yet honestly like you're, you're close right or is it just like I don't a know. tough carry so i've been thinking about this where it's like i'm not sure if it's my internet or because i'm streaming while i'm playing 
there's definitely like about a one to two millisecond delay, like on where my cursor is. Uh, so, and I can't tell if it's like on my side or because I'm in like silver rank, if it's everybody else has bad internet. And so like <laughs> the game's adjusting for where they think they will be. It could be OBS too, dude. Like I'm guessing. You I, do. I don't know. There's, there's a lot of things. Uh, so I've been playing off stream now to like, yes. just see how the game so different, dude. Like I was like, uh, I, I have a video of me playing like Reinhardt now, dude. I yeah. have this, I have a team kill in there because like, it's still placing me against silver people, but I don't have that lag without OBS. So like I jump over a car, hammer down on this dude, use the alt, knock down the other three uses like, uh, push knocks all three of them into the wall, knocks them all down and just like wiped out the whole team. And I'm like, how the, f- why can't I do that while I'm streaming? <laughs> that was like the sickest, uh, so like just explain it. It's like, yeah, okay. You sound like you kind of exaggerate. I remember thinking, like, this is amazing while I was doing it. Yeah. I was like, I can't believe I actually got this off. Like, because uh, normally I would be dead by now. So, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, there's an OBS issue and probably just need to tweak some settings and yeah. stuff. Because uh, it's weird that people don't believe you too or think you're like, oh, I'm like, 100% yeah, <laughs> no, because I was telling my other buddy about this and he's like, mm-hmm. it's a millisecond delay. Right. That's what's going on about it. I'm like, well, remember when no. I was playing Halo at uh, Heart of the Tables, dude? And I was like, nah, this is off. And you guys are all like, fuck, fuck, dude, you're just wrong. <laughs> I'm like, no, it's seriously off. Fucking <laughs> yeah, yeah, Butters dude. was the only one who jumped up in my defense, dude. He's like, I get it, bro. It's you, I believe you. <laughs> yeah. It's It makes a huge difference, man. Um, so no, no just, this is props to you, dude. I, I see the growth and it's been it's been yeah. amazing. So uh, I've been, been just doing that as a fan. And I've been playing, uh, you know, Battlegrounds, the Hearthstone, yeah. and that's been going really good. I've been doing like these. I I think I've gotten to like pretty decent Elo now, where I'm like four thousand or whatever. I just started, but like I've only been playing that for like a week or two, and I'm just yeah. crushing it in that. Uh, and my strategy is just like whatever looks cool on my board. That's what I've been doing. And it's like <laughs> it's, it's got to be up to like a pretty high rank. Uh, so I feel good about that. Nice, dude. Nice. Yeah, that's awesome. I've uh, this week for me, man. Uh, the Battlefield beta. Uh, unfortunately, the like I guess people figured out how to stream it without it being complete ass on a single pc stream uh my buddy ended up setting up a two pc stream just to stream that game and uh had some some fun with it but uh i gotta say man like those those great plays you're you're talking about i really wish that streaming was working i think butters streamed and i have to go in and look at his vod to see if he caught anything i did uh there was one point where i was parachuting in and i cut my cord pulled out the uh m5 recoilless just rpg and I was yep. falling next to a helicopter, just blasted it and uh, exploded it. And then uh, part of the table looks up and goes, oh, shit, you got it? I was like, yeah, dude. And then uh, another <laughs> helicopter comes up and I blast that, too, as it's like swooping in. I shoot like like way to the left of it because I see, I see its path, right? Yeah. So I shoot nowhere near it and it just collides perfectly and it explodes above us. And that helicopter like flipping and just goes right above our heads. It was it was insane. And uh, uh, it was like, holy shit, how the fuck? I was like, yeah. Yeah, dude this is this is what i yeah. do i'm just out here i'm just out here playing playing just battle here blowing things up yeah dude. I think they have like a hurricane in that game yeah, like in a, the middle of like tornado you can tornado? jump into it what? and you fly around and you can kill people while you're in it and then you can just fly across the map it, it's actually right. it's, it's if a, they're taking uh design notes add yeah. sharks to the hurricane <laughs> or the tornado just add sharks into that tornado you can, so i had it to where the uh tornado was on the place where the rocket lifts off and the yeah. tornado i'm pretty sure affected the rocket because as i was flying around the rocket was like going with me dude as it was going <laughs> up and people were shooting it i don't know if you could if you are the one destroying it or if something happens in game where it destroys it because sometimes it doesn't launch all the way sometimes it'll blow up and just wreck shit across the map so that's what happened i'm in the <laughs> yeah. tornado i'm fighting people right i'm flying around i can't see shit um I, i'm losing health just from being in the tornado all of a sudden the the uh, rocket comes up i'm looking down and there's a fucking rocket flying up there. Like, i'm like yeah. this is fucking sweet so you know everything happens and then it explodes like we're all in the middle of it that the rocket i swear it's killed like half the server because <laughs> we were all That's in the tornado dope. i started downloading that bay i think it was today right still uh Did i, miss it I think it ends today 
Yeah, uh, so I think I'm gonna play some of that after this, dude. Like, yeah. I downloaded it, and then like when I tried to start up, it was like, oh, you need to uh, update your NVIDIA drivers and restart your computer. It's been months, hasn't it? I'm like, yeah, yeah. it has. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I'm not doing any of that. I'm gonna watch a uh, boxing, dude. I, so I, I played that it. Wilder Tyson Fury <laughs> fight, dude. I completely spaced that that fight, dude. Nobody, it, there was no advertisement for it anywhere, dude. Like, we're talking like uh, big boxing fight fans. We're like, that was that's happening. Like, because uh, like Tyson Fury had a fight that got canceled earlier this year. Like, yep. Uh, so I don't know. Wilder just was out there struggling the whole fight, but like, I don't know. There was zero advertisement for it. Zero build up. Zero like both those guys not the best talkers. Uh, they're like, I'm gonna beat you up. No, I'm gonna beat you up. I'm like. This is kind of embarrassing, but they had like the most ridiculous entrances. They had WWE level entrances. This man came out uh, like this will sound like I'm making things up. He came out with a Spartan 300 uh, a day, dude, because his uh, boxing name is the Gypsy King. Okay, uh, okay. He comes out like this, like literally Spartan 300s, a dancing gypsy, and then like he comes out full uh, Roman legionnaire garb uh, with a spear, bro. That's like, awesome. That's, that's awesome. Like, what <laughs> is this? It's, it's the most anime entrance ever, dude. Like, so I don't know. Boxing is a, a ridiculous sport. They're like trying to make it entertaining. Like, I've heard like the comments have been like, when you're a sport so bored, like you have to try and make it entertaining in other ways. Right, right. Uh, well, yeah, man. It's a, uh, there's no advertisement for that, but I don't know. So. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. I, I, I was going nowhere with that. That, that no, just no, some observations just about yeah, boxing. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. We, I mean, we had that conversation on boxing and the merits and then the the struggles it has. So, I mean, you know, you, as you said before, it is the sweet science, but the sweet science is boring to watch. <laughs> like, unless yeah. you're really into it. So, it is what it is. Was it a good fight though, or what? Because I'm really gonna watch boring it later. to watch. Oh, really? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> right. no, 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 it was really good. No, it was like it was. Uh, they're both going for knockouts. Like both people got like knocked out at different like parts of the fight. Yeah. Like, uh, like they were they like, uh, I think Tyson Fury was down for like five or six seconds while they got like, uh, completely knocked out there. Like it was nuts, dude. Like both of them were just like kept getting knocked down and like kept getting back up. Like it was, uh, they were really angry and wanted to fight dude that seemed like yeah. they had like some aggression going on that's like, good though that's that's yeah. what, that's what makes a good fight is, is yeah the, there's yeah. not especially like the fight right before that was like a more technical like cuban boxer like sanchez yeah and that was like the sweet science of boxing like he wins you know by points this one was like a straight up like old school 90s like uh brawl fest dude like uh, nice, so it's, it's, I don't know. I'm sure someone's like probably put up like a highlight compilation or something of it somewhere. Yeah, so. yeah. I'll definitely check it out. Probably after this pod when I'm working on you know, last week's episode. <laughs> but uh, yeah, dude, that's 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 nuts. Uh, so Battlefield 2042 that beta um, was fun. I, I'm actually looking forward to the full release. I, I'm not going to pre-order, and I don't think I'll get it day one. I want to see how optimized it is because it ran fine. Just it's one of those things where Battlefield the betas are always unoptimized, horribly coded pieces of shit. And then when yeah. the full release comes out, it's an unoptimized, horribly coded piece of shit, but it's better than the beta. So <laughs> yeah, there's, like, there's a patch better. coming. There's like a yeah. promise, like a roadmap to yeah, like, where exactly. they're going to get to. So like, it's like, listen, by 2052, this will be the best game ever made. The best, <laughs> the best, uh, <laughs> right. The best part about this new battlefield though, not just like the, um, hurricanes and tornadoes and all that shit, but, uh, there's this thing called that will be on the full release called battlefield portals and you go into that and you can play within that engine the rules from previous battlefields from okay. 1942 bad, bad company um, battlefield 3 all that and i guess all of the maps are back yeah like for that scale so this <clears> is like this is like the mcc of battlefield so they built this engine for a while now and it's been out there but like we don't get it in the u.s that's the only difference so this is what they use in like uh southeast Frostbite? asia yeah, Frostbite's, yeah. But, uh, you can. So use they it. put it in like land cafes. So like land cafes, the way they interact is completely different than like how traditional compute. Like so, in a land cafe, like they've been using like those things like Origin and like Steam and yes. stuff. Yes, because like, like more land version. Yes. Yeah. So it's th- it's the same thing they built there to deploy like all the different games like by different rule sets. So they've been doing this for a while there, but now they're bringing it here and it's like. It's good. Like this is a way superior way to play, but I don't know. So the way they got with the land cafe is like subscription model where like you pay to use the like internet. So yeah, it's a, 
they had to like design games like slightly different. So it's yeah, it's it's almost like we're all be, like joining the land cafe with like Origins and like Xbox Pass and like right. you know PlayStation Store. Like it's it's almost like the exact same model where like everybody's like, hey, you're gonna have access to like you know the Master Chief Collection. Oh no, I see, I see what you're saying. This, to, like, yeah, this is actually in game though. Like, like yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, Origin. It's it's in game. I see, I see what you're saying, but uh, this is like complete engine upgrades but then they're also emulating their old engines too which yeah. there's a there's like a um, blog about it so yeah it says it definitely is like a cafe style of thing uh i remember have you ever been to like the u.s tried to do an internet cafe thing before there's yeah, been, like little always. spots um have you ever been to one i've gone to like two yeah like in the 90s bro yeah it was a thing thing. all right uh, (laughs) when steam first launched you could go into uh one of these places and the main games were already downloaded and installed and their keys were called what's and they're still around just in the in the um, asian territories they're uh, uh cafe keys so yeah you can't if they get banned only that specific cafe key gets banned, but the cafe has a just a deal with Valve already to where if a, if someone gets banned, they're just banned that day. But you can't ban the entire cafe, so they just refresh a new key. So that's yeah. why a lot of the times you get a lot of cheaters in the Asian territories because there's no way to stop them. They're paying for their yeah. time, and you can ban them for a second, but then a new key gets generated for them because the cafe still needs to run. Yeah, so, they're like, hey... My, I'm, I can't get in this game in the cafe. Manager's like, yeah, okay, hold on. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, here in uh, where we are, there used to be a, a land spot um, in the cities where uh, they had Counter Strike, and before, like, this was like right before League of Legends became League of Legends as we know it. Um, yeah. And they just kind of primarily switched to that, and they realized they didn't have to really upgrade their computers because that game runs on a toaster. Um, yeah, dude, it's uh, great. <laughs> they have had like league tournaments and Dota and stuff. But uh, uh, it had Counter-Strike Source on it, and they just hosted a random Counter-Strike Source tournament. And I'm like, I was literally just, um, it was like by, by one of the malls here, and my mom was, was like just shopping. My mom and sister were shopping. I was with her. I was 14 or something at the time. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go here, check out this place. It was like 10 bucks to join a Counter-Strike Source thing, and then they just, it was like a random grab bag. So you could, whoever you got matched with, that was your team for the whole tournament. Uh, we placed okay, yeah. fourth out of uh, like sixteen teams or something like that, which was yeah. which was one. That's how long my my mom and sister were shopping. Because holy shit, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a long. They're like, yeah. but they even uh, noticed you were gone. They're like, is yeah, you still yeah. at land? He's probably fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're like, he got kidnapped, and yeah, no. <laughs> <clears throat> Just gave you like here's five dollars, like find <laughs> entertainment for like, three hours. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, yeah, yeah so, okay, I can do that. So uh, you know, that was that was an interesting experience. Um, because you know that's what I my first uh, thought of of a LAN cafe with a LAN key because we weren't playing online but we were, I was like I play this at home you know and it's like you know it's the same but uh, just there is a little difference with it I couldn't quite put my finger on it but uh, you know just, I think it's just because I was playing on LAN you know <laughs> like yeah it's yeah, the so. delay man it's the the milliseconds delay is the personal <laughs> interaction like it's uh, right right it changes everything man it's, it's a different, different dynamic man yeah dude. But yeah, man, there's uh, something to be said about the topic that you brought up this week. Yeah. Uh, you want to get into it a little bit? Or, just like, uh, trying to make uh, progress and like roadblocks you, know, you might run into while doing that. So Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. you hit me on the head last week with your quitting talk. <laughs> <laughs> so this one, this one is a little easier to swallow. On the... Yeah, you're like, all right, yeah, make me progress. That's good. Yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> that's good. <laughs> quitting. <laughs> <laughs> this this got to be making progress. Start. Starting up. Yeah. So, dude. uh, yeah, I was talking about like roadblocks are basically when like you stop making progress or you feel like you're no longer making progress. So it's, it's one of the things where it's like, it could be a feeling, but like you need to also have like some sort of metric. So like that kind of comes into like when you have like a bigger goal. So you're like work backwards from there. Right. So you're like, all right, I'm going to set up like a, a goal for this week, our goal for this month. Uh, and I'm going to try and like hit that. Uh, or you're like, I want to get like this many lines of code done or like write for like this much time every day. Like, and so like, if you're not like keeping track of that, like you don't know if like, is like your process not right. And like, that's why you're not making progress or is like your measurables, like not like hitting the target goal. So I, I feel like it's good to like assess like what actually is a roadblock and then like ways to prevent that. And like, I don't know, it, it can be like adjusting like 
your goal as well. But instead of like having like a bigger goal, you're like, okay, if I'm consistently hitting this, I'm going to like lower like the metrics I'm going to try and hit. So it's like, if you're trying to write for like half an hour and then like at the end of the week, you only got like two out of the, you know, seven days, you give like, all right, am I not making progress because uh, I'm bad at writing or I'm not writing, you know, like, so I don't know. It's a- I think, uh, so would you say like, like setting the goalposts to a reasonable distance is like a, uh, a key to that because I would, um, I would say do what you can do. Right. Uh, so it's like, if you can only do like uh, 10 minutes of writing, then like move your goal instead of like, I'm going to write for 30 minutes to 10 minutes. Cause I know I can do like 10 solid minutes uh, and then just hit that. Yeah. No, no. There's something to be said. <laughs> if, if you hit your 10 minutes every day, but like your quantity um, can out, can you can do more and I'm sorry for hitting my mic. So your quantity yeah. can, you can do more and your quality is if that's maintaining the same, would you set the goalpost a little higher instead of 10 minutes, do 15 or are you going to say that hitting that goal is more important than, than like maximizing your efforts? I would say you have identified the problem, right? Because you have a metric. Sure. So uh, if you identify that you're not hitting the 10 minutes or like the quality's not there, you just hit, you identified the problem, right? Because the problem isn't that you're not writing 10 minutes. It's you're asking, is the quality there? And so now that you've identified the problem, you can set like a new goal to get around your roadblock, if that makes sense to you. Yeah. So you're like, now I need to work on quality because I can write faster, but the quality's not there and I can write slower, but like, it's not as good. So I kind of found like a sweet spot and like, what is that? Or like, what's happening? Uh, where it's like, I can write like a good paragraph, but then I have to edit it down. And it's like a sentence. <laughs> right. So you're like, I can write basically a good sentence. And it's like, well, all right, that's, you know, uh, why is it only that? And then like, instead of asking, maybe I, the, the problem is like brute forcing it, what you're recommending. Right. So instead of like, you're like, oh, instead of time, we can up the amount. Right. So we have a measurable hit the goal for a while. It's like, it's like in, in any, in any like production sense, you keep hitting, you keep hitting your marks and there's time left on the table. You can, you can add more time to it and see if you can hit those marks. If you don't, you adjust it back. You know, it's, it's a, it's like the, the, you know, the, you know, chicken and egg scenario you know it's like right uh i'm saying like in like a physical production sense you're 100 right but like when you switch it to creative you okay. can you can like get better at like creative endeavors like basically if you wanted to do the physical analogy it would be like you have a machine that can like crank out you know 15 widgets an hour yeah you're like if we just run it for two hours we get 30 widgets instead of 15 uh for the creative process you're designing that machine so yeah. instead of like thinking in terms of like I'm only doing 15. Be like, how can I create a better machine that's going to make 15,000 of these, right? In that same amount of time. Uh, so you have to go back to like the fundamentals and like break down like what's actually going on in like your process that you're not hitting the your goal, right? right? And then that should be your new goal is to like figure out how to better that process or like whatever that problem is. So uh, I, I think it's like we get stuck in more traditional thinking though of like, as like a like it's a factory and like you're just a machine as an artist like just keep no, doing more well, of like you know like, i was gonna say uh, is because because game game creation takes you know a, a, you are a man of many hats when you're creating a game especially yeah. if you're doing it solo like you're not only the artist you're the programmer you're the game designer you're you know level designer your vfx your marketing you're every part of this process yeah so i feel with with the thing like like you're saying like setting goals and things like that um compartmentalizing is definitely a a good thing for game creation like yeah because you have to have like multiple things that you're doing multiple hats that you're wearing so it's right right you gotta like figure out how best to spend your time like amongst those things yeah yeah no and i I completely agree with that and i I think just for what's worked for me in the past because my my favorite part of game game creation is the level design so a lot yep. of times if I'm stuck on like a coding piece and I and actually how you said to set your day to set like goals to just work on one thing that yep. I, I'm probably going to add that to my thing to see if that helps. But if I get stuck on a coding problem and I work on it for a while and I'm just at a roadblock and I can't figure it out at that moment, I will continue working on the level or a level if I'm working on a platformer yeah. especially. I'm just like building a level because that's something like I can do. It clears my mind and it gets my, lets me be creative adding to the game without necessarily being on that same part that I was stuck on. You okay. Know? So for me, 
like this, this is my process for that same problem. When I run into a coding problem, I stop and then I like try and do like half an hour to an hour of research on like what other people have tried. Then I go back and I like try and apply like those lessons learned for like half an hour. And if I still can't get it, then I go into a different part of the process. So like, but like I kind of said like two hours and I'm like, I try to find a solution by using like multiple sources right away. And then like, I just spend time like thinking about it because like, it's not like you're done with the problem. Like your brain needs like time to like work out how to fix it. Almost like it's, it's yeah. weird, right? The yeah. creative process is, is so, weird. Yeah, and that's, that's you're right. So that's kind of one something I want. I'm glad you have a different process because this is something I wanted to hit on the head with this. So how I deal with roadblocks is I will go a different route completely, not even in the yeah. same same just avenue. Just eventually it will lead me back to that same part. Because for me, uh, level design is something that I could just mindlessly do and it will like like refresh like give me a, it's like a mouthwash for for the brain you know it's like i'm working yeah. on something different that i can go back and go oh this is the issue and and nine times out of ten i'll look back at the code and go oh and, and you yeah. know fix it yeah 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 so so that works for me and but that's also something that works in other aspects of my life if we're if we move away from game creation um you know like 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 uh let's say i was just, i was still in school and it was like i was doing homework or something I would stop, play video games, go back and go, oh, okay, here we go. You know, and it. Yeah, I was the type that would procrastinate, do the homework at the last second. I'm like, oh, no, yeah, so I probably I. should do but, this. But uh, like, I was, I was the one who always did the homework in class if there was time. You know, I'm like, because I, I didn't yeah. like to do it at home because I just wanted to play video games all day. Um, and then if I had to bring it home, I would wait till like the night before or even the morning of, <laughs> you know, and do it. But a lot of times it would just be because I took a break. Like, even now working in my adult life, um, if I'm stuck on something, I load up like Slay the Spire, uh, Binding of Isaac, something, or do like a quick multiplayer match of something, and then jump right back into it because I need a completely different like frame tr- tr- frame of frame of thought or mindset or whatever. Yeah, you gotta get your mind off the on my, task. On my on my problem and i realized that at a very young age but i guess my outlet just isn't socially acceptable from the old school way of thinking it's like oh this guy's just playing video games he's not working no i'm i've worked i just need a different outlet do you keep something to write with while you're like doing these other things because like i found that's helped me like tremendously like creatively it's like so i'll be doing other things and like i'll get like an idea or like something and then like i immediately write it down now like i like i've been using like uh, an app on my phone where i just like so I just have like a wall of like a brick of text of like different ideas or like things that come to my head throughout the day. Uh, uh, I have like WordPad open quite a bit yeah. for that. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, like yes. I like pulled up Notepad before here. I was like, oh, let me get out some of my thoughts. I'm just like, yeah, actually the stealth game idea came up from when we were doing our our uh, talk, our discussion on stealth games, and I had an idea. I immediately, like, WordPad was just open on those. I immediately yeah. wrote that down so I wouldn't forget. So, so yeah, yeah, I think, I think that's something to it. And I think you and I are at a point where we kind of realize that. Did you have you always done that, or is that something you you incorporated later? Uh, it's something I definitely started doing later, like in the. So a little bit after school, where like after I was like finished up with school and I was like out in the workforce, I was like, I have a lot of different ideas. Like I, I gotta like just start writing things down, writing down notes. So like, I also just start with like a word pad on my computer. And so like, I have like just documents where like, I just have like different uh, ideas and stories or whatever. Uh, and then I start like doing it more like on my mobile device now. And because like, it's easier than like, but I keep stuff everywhere. So I have yeah. uh, a notepad in the living room of a notepad here. I have like a little like flipping book. So I, I was like, yeah, I wouldn't want like a, a 99 cent pencil and like a, 89 cent like notepad keep me from like writing down like creative ideas dude that's yeah people come up with all sorts of excuses like oh you know it's costume like what are you talking about just get like a, a simple situation dude right right people it's overthink a, it like it's like comedians and and writing down things that are funny that they want to or jokes that they thought of that they want to work on later you know it's, it's like yeah. the same thing is always have something to write with did, what about you was it something you always did or is it more recent where you start like uh, uh writing stuff down? so it, it's something that that kind of organically grew. Uh, there was a point in my life where I was well, I was competing in gaming tournaments, but I I wanted to give other people the chance to to do it because like in the region we're in, gaming tournaments were few and far between. So yeah. I thought if I could do one monthly or you know semi monthly that you can always count on, that that'd be something that this community could use. So uh, I I got another buddy and we 
you know put on a, a tournament for Halo back in the day. It was uh, yeah. for Halo Three, and you know it did really well. We had we we did like grassroots marketing things like that. Um, I rented the space. Um, we supplied the Xboxes, controllers, um, things like that. And what yeah. happened was um, one copy one, one of my copies of Halo got stolen. One of the things. So we learned a lot. Just like one beef up security to you know like other things yeah, people but, still shit <laughs> yeah yeah it. but like inventory management too because we didn't really write down who had it you know who had what yeah. it was just like oh it's our stuff no one's gonna take it right we just were trusting and to trusting to a fault yeah. so um writing down things to verify is what started it and then when i started on my creative outlet for game creation and at first it was animation actually when i was messing yeah. with flash um i was working on an animation and i would and I wouldn't storyboard, but then when I started storyboarding, I was like, oh, it's so much easier to go to go yeah. here because I remember. So then storyboarding and Flash led to, you know, ideas and game creation, and that's kind of what led to it. So, yeah, it's, it was a process. All right. So this is a bit tangential, but do you thumbnail uh, before you, like, try and storyboard? No. Like, do you thumbnail out, like, what you want your storyboard to look like? No, no, because I already know. It. I, I've been using the same storyboard. So you say, same thing. Style. So this will this will take your storyboard to the next level. Is like start thumbnailing out the entire thing beforehand. Okay, and then because it, it's going to take you so much less time uh, to do quick thumbnails, and then you're going to learn like what you want the shot to look like from those thumbnails. Uh, Interesting. Before thought. like you like build it up like an actual like storyboard for like whatever you're shooting. Like it's. It's a game changer, man. Really? Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's like, kind of like the same thing okay. as like a note where you're like, are you going to bullet point like an idea? It's like thumbnails are like bullet pointing bullet like your idea. For, for storyboards, yeah. For no, least, that's, yeah. That's, that's good, actually. <laughs> that's I, free I, sauce, dude. <laughs> yeah. Definitely try that. But uh, uh, yeah, I, I think it's it's something where you said that um, uh, it when you get a roadblock, just having a different outlet is is something for me that that works well. And uh, uh, people, especially getting started in, in game design, a lot of times you will get stuck. You will get stuck a lot. Like your first yeah. game is is something that it's just you persevered through hardship. And that's everyone's first game. Whether yeah. it's click the dot, bounce the ball, whatever, um, you're going to have problems. But that's not the end of the world. You just have to yeah. figure out how to work through the problems. Yeah, it's finding the solutions. Like that's the... That's the key. But like, you got to identify like those problems. So it all kind of ties back to roadblocks. <laughs> so it's like when you run into problems, like those are going to be like roadblocks. And like, if you identify like what that problem is and like, you know, can figure out how to make progress on that goal. Uh, th that's key. It's like, you're going to, you're going to run into problems, but that's always part of the process. And like some of those roadblocks, you should look at like how you can take different roads to get to it. I don't know. I, I think like it's kind of weird. Cause everyone, you, has a different method. And I say like, you know, figure out what method works best for you. So like, I don't know, like we both do things very differently, but like, I wouldn't like say like, use my process. This is the best process. I'm like, no, this is the best process for me. But like, I think when you like discuss like your creative process with like other creative people, like it helps like, uh, like you could get like a good idea maybe that you can apply to like your process. But, uh, and that, that kind of just comes back to research. Uh, you gotta be constantly doing like a little bit of research, not a ton, but I would say like, at least an hour a day. I don't know. Like some amount of time should be looked into like getting better at like whatever type of art you're doing. Look at like, who's like best at that art and then like see what, what performs best for them. You know, this is something that um, I'm glad you mentioned and I want to elaborate a little bit more. Um, I think when we're creating something, it gets to the point where it's you against the world. Right. Yeah. But what's helped me is talking, talking things out with other creative people in the same field right like yeah. talk like i can talk to you about game design and you get it you yeah. know if, if like if i'm if, even if it's something as mundane as putting a character on like making a character move you get yeah. it and it's something that uh it gives me an outlet to discuss things and maybe it's something that i'm trying to work out so i can talk to you on game design i can talk to you know my brother-in-law um as well and yeah and you both get it and i think that that's something that's hugely missed in in a lot of people who are working solo on something where you don't have an outlet to talk about what you're working on because a lot of times when you talk about game creation to people who aren't in it they'll go that's cool and then continue on with their lives or you should do this but they have no idea what it takes to do that thing they're suggesting yeah. so they move along i remember i was um i made 
I was working on a mobile game, right? And I, I was working in banking at the time. I was actually working in a branch and um, I was playing my the nightly build and I was playing it every day of the day before. People were like, this is great. You should release it. I'm like, no, there's this problem, this problem, this problem. They're like, I don't even notice that. It's like, yeah, but I do. And I know yeah. that's game breaking, you know? Yep, um, yep. Uh, it's like everything so, else is fine, but if you run to this one pixel, the whole thing implodes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I had I had yeah. a sound bug where I couldn't figure out. It just turned out to be a layering issue with because you put yeah. code blocks in different layers. But um, so whenever you would get to a certain point, you'd hit like you'd like double tap on an like object. Sound effect. The yeah. sound effect would loop, and I just couldn't Infinitely. figure it out. Yeah, <laughs> like, what is like, going on? Here? <laughs> so so uh, and, and it, it would loop and then randomly get louder. So yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> so I yeah, that was a that was a fun one to figure out, but. But, you know, it, it took weeks to figure this out. You know, like, yeah. I don't know what the fuck I did. But uh, these people had no idea what it took. And then um, uh, when I was like kind of done with the project, cause I was like, it's fun, but it doesn't have the longevity that I was personally looking for. So I just shelved it. Um, yeah. uh, but they were like, oh, you should make this. You should do this. Like, that's the worst part about telling people that you make games is they everyone has What's an idea like, for your game right what's it that's any artistic field you're in like if you're a painter people are like oh man uh you should paint this you should paint that like it, yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter like you everyone's just it like real quick <laughs> uh yeah i think that's like recognize that's like a goal that maybe they would have if they had uh that ability but like i wouldn't I try to just be like, oh yeah, thanks for the idea. Like that's that's all I say now. I'm just like, yeah, thanks for the idea. But like, I'm like, oh, I realized like that's kind of like what they would want. Uh, and then I try and keep that in mind, like creatively, it's like what other people's like uh, internal creative expression is. So if they're like, oh, you should paint flowers, I'm like, oh, a person must like flowers. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm like yeah. That's that's what I think. Like, uh, or like, oh, you should you know paint a picture of like my family, and my dogs. Like, oh, a person must really like you know like that's. If they could like have one painting, that would that's what would be. And I feel like that's for, like game design and stuff. Where it's like if they could have one game, this is what would be like, like make it Pokemon but Smash Bros. And like you throw out new Pokemon while you're in the battle arena, but you're also a Smash Bro in the background, like Ash Ketchum, bro. And you're like, <laughs> that, that sounds cool and stuff, but uh, like you know, a, a lot of it, a lot of it is people will pitch things that I'm just not interested in. Yeah. You know, like, like maybe I'm interested in playing, but not interested in creating. People are like, you should make this RPG. I'm like, no way in hell. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm just not going to make like a, a novel, bro. Just <laughs> yeah. write like a short uh, form, open-ended yeah, yeah. novel. Can, can, can you, can, you should make this a, like an RPG and you could have this story. It'll be super cool. Oh, great. Can you write, rewrite Lord of the Rings from scratch for me while, <laughs> while I'm doing this? Like, no, no yeah. one's going to fucking do that. <laughs> a lot of work, bro. <laughs> yeah. Like, I like RPGs too, man, but I'm not making one. You know, I'm not making like yeah. a uh, fucking 20-hour epic. <laughs> <laughs> at least not now you know i have no drive for that so yeah. that's that's something yeah, that's, like that's I, I always just think of it as like that's something they like right it's yeah yeah and so i just try to be polite I'm like oh yeah that's actually the idea that's it that's like to be like i don't even engage i'm not like what the fuck <laughs> yeah but like yeah. It, that's any creative you know field i'm sure like if you're a sculptor someone's like oh man you should sculpt this dude and like all right yeah thanks so I, I will say so we're talking roadblocks right and yep. and me mentioning that was kind of was was to lead into this. Roadblocks aren't always mental. They're not always you know you you can't get a roadblock from a third party, right? From an outside yeah. source. Um, how would you deal with that? Because let me tell you a story about about me. And this is just growing up. As I've said before on the pod, like I've been making things off and on for my life. You know, I yeah. start the very first thing I made. I was like ten to twelve years old, or something like that. Um, I was working on click and create and I made my first game, you know, my dad or mom were all like, Oh, this is, this is, this was cool. I don't know if they actually realized the, the, the gravity of what I just did as a <laughs> 12 year old, you know, but they're like, okay, cool. But they didn't like nurture that, you know, they didn't go, Oh, he's interested in doing this. Maybe we should do things to help him yeah. with this, you know, um, no, no fault of their own. Just, you know, they just didn't do that. And, um, and then there was a point where I was I was really invested in this, right? So I wanted to – and we had one family computer, but my sister also wanted to play games on the computer. So we'd have you know an hour each. Yeah. So my roadblock was time, <laughs> time. time yeah. from something I couldn't change, you know? Um, uh, then, then, you know, working on creative stuff now, my roadblock, again, is time because I have children. I have a full, yeah, full-time right. job. I have other endeavors, you know? Uh, like you're you're saying scheduling and stuff is great, but uh, what do you have any third party factors and solutions that you could think could help with? I would in, say like uh, I would keep your schedule 
more open and then acknowledge and enjoy whatever's happening. Like if it's part of like a, one of your bigger goals. So like one of your goals, like if like, uh, you know, is like, uh, you know, be a, try and be like a good parent or like be a good kid or, you know, like, right, like right, whatever right. they mean. Uh, but like, it should also be like, your goal should like be like part of that or like, you know, so like you should think of your time more as like in chunks instead of like specific uh, sections. So instead of being like, oh, for like 15 minutes, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to do this. You should think, all right, within like this four hour period, this, this and this need to get done at, within like this time frame. So you can be more agile with whatever's happening in life. Uh, whereas like uh, if you don't have like di- whatever level of obligation you have to like Cause there's like different things you have to get done. Like in life, like you have to like go to work, like, uh, yeah, to make yeah. money to pay for things. So, uh, I mean, you know, it hopefully at some point in your life, you free like, uh, your time from your income, but like that usually doesn't happen to your golden years. Like it takes like a like <laughs> yes. 45 years of, uh, saving to get to that point. Like that's like what nobody talks about. Like it's like, yeah, you could do that, but it's, you know, it's a long road. Like you're not going to like, nobody really starts with that, uh, it's a very small percentile, but so yeah. uh, the vast majority of people, <laughs> like, right, uh, right. You, you have like obligations you have to meet. Uh, and so I would think more in broad uh, chunks of time instead of like very narrow strips. Uh, and then whatever is going on, just like what I tell myself, because I used to get upset uh, when like physical roadblocks or things would come up. Like there's like certain obligations you have to go to, but like maybe they're running long or something. You're like, I don't really want to leave. I have to like spend time here. Like instead of like thinking like, I got this other thing I got to do. I just think like I'm exactly where I want to be doing exactly where I'll be like with and like talking to, and I'm going to enjoy this moment. Uh, and like, I try to like, cause like, I think like guilt and stuff can like start building up in your head. Like I say, like if you think in chunks and like your bigger goals of like, uh, you know, being having good relationships with like your family and friends and everything that's important to you, like you, like people aren't robots, <laughs> you know, like uh, yeah. you should think more of like, are my bigger goals are like, I want to strengthen these relationships, uh, get like progress and like these like artistic or like things I'm passionate about. And then like, you know, I want this much free time or reward time. Uh, cause I think that's like a huge like, component is like, even if you just like do something, but it's not a lot. And then like, you know, do something rewarding or like try and do something like listening to like an audio book, like while you work out or something. So it's like you stack up like good habits and you make more time, like every time you do something. So, uh, it's it's tough. It's different for everybody. Like it's it, much like the creative process is not like a a one thing fits all. But I think it's good to think about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So what uh, what roadblocks have you had on? I'm gonna I'm gonna ask two two, two part question. What roadblocks have you had on uh, your Click Click Hero uh, release? And what roadblocks yeah. are you currently experiencing on uh, Generic Quest? And what have you done to uh-huh. overcome those? So in Click Click Hero, I felt like the game was done, but like, you know, like it's never really done. And like, we've talked about this where it's like reaching out to a community of creatives. Uh, so I got on like a couple of different discords and I was like, Hey guys, I'm like, uh, these are other video game developers, indie game devs. Yes. Uh, so it's like these kind of discord groups. And like, I was in there and I was like, uh, Hey, I, I'm like pretty sure I'm done with this game. Like you guys take a look and like, let me know if you find any bugs. Uh, I'd really appreciate it. Uh, and like, you'd be surprised like when you're like, you're actually like a, a member of those community, like people will, like reach out. And so like, I had like four or five people and be like, Hey man, you should do this. Hey, you should do this. Like uh, change this, this and this up. And it's other uh, game developers. So they were really good. So like suggestions and like, it's, I didn't take like any one person's suggestion, but like, if like three people were saying it, three different people, yeah. I'm like, okay, this is, this is a hundred percent. Like th- that's like almost like a committee. Uh, so I was like, it's like the power of like a sourcing a group thing where it's like, uh, cause in the back of your head, you have to think how much time do I actually have to implement any solution? And like, how good of an idea is this to like the return on investment? Uh, because like, I feel like I was already done. So like one of them was like a do a tutorial so people can like figure out how, like what to do. And I'm like, all right, I know how to use Photoshop. That'll take me, you know, 15, 20 minutes done. Uh, one was like, Oh, like, uh, I would appreciate it. Like these numbers would show up. And I was like, I think all I have to do is add like a, a text, you know, text box and generate it for text, code, right? Yeah, generate like a variable that like populates that code from like a a, a bool or whatever, like a string. So I had to convert that. It wasn't hard. Uh, so I was like, all right, I know that will take me probably like half an hour because I had to like figure out like a bunch of stuff. 
so I was like, all right, done. That has to be done because like it helps plan out for things. So I, I would look at like things like that. And then I'd be like, if it didn't take up like more than like, a couple of hours, I would do it immediately uh, for those immediate like uh, benefits. And I would did that until I just lost uh drive to do it. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then I was like, cause like all I'm doing is incrementally improving right at this point, like the, the game is 98% there. And the last 2% is just bug fixing. Yes. And I'm like, all right, I know about like this, 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 and this. Uh, and then like, I, I got rid of all the game breaking things. Uh, Cause there's like certain menus and stuff you could get stuck in. Like if you went down like a weird path, but like, so there's just weird stuff you don't have time to go and like find. So like having like a community of people, you can bounce ideas off of and like have them look at like the, the really impactful uh, for generic quests. My biggest uh, roadblock has just been myself, man. I just like, I, I know what I have to do. And like, it's like we said, there's like different level of task you can do. And like when one's really hard, you avoid it. So you do something else simple. Uh, so I have like the opposite problem right now where it's like the last big chunk is like deployment to like different platforms and stuff. And maybe like uh, tightening up some code. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want to go through this code. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> so like, that's basically it. like that's my biggest roadblock i'm like oh, i just i don't really want to do it so i've been trying to find ways to uh just finish up other parts of the game i've been working on like the level parts or like whatever else and then uh like i just peter off i'm just like oh, i'll get to this later and then later never happens dude <laughs> like that's, yeah that's a bad plan got it so, got it i don't know like i've been thinking about more and more i've been about a a new planner up here on my wall and I'm going to just start scheduling things. And like this one's a little bit different than like a normal planner where it just has like basically like to do lists. So mm-hmm. it's like a, you know, washable board where I'm like, all right, today I got to do this, this, and this. So I got to just add generic quest onto that and just start he- executing that. Little, yeah. There's, there's something, like, right. there's something that I wanted to touch on and we, we do have time so I can talk about this. There is a indie dev that I've been following for a while um, he just released his first game. The game is called Nykra, I believe that's how you, how you pronounce it, or maybe Nykra, Nykara. It's N-Y-K-R-A. Um, it just released on Steam um, a few weeks ago at the time of this posting. And it's his very first game. He was learning game dev as he was making this, right? Yeah. So, um, and the game released with bugs, right? And yep. <laughs> and um, s- s- shout, out, shout out to the dev here. Um, he's doing everything in his power to fix it but he he is currently dealing with something that we've talked about multiple times on the pod is your game never releases in a complete state right yeah and the biggest thing that he's dealing with now is he didn't have you know he's one guy he didn't have a team to do bug fixes and if there were any bugs present uh it was up to him right to find these and do it but when you get when you work in a in a tunnel you know how to navigate the tunnel, right? Yeah. So no one else does. Yeah. So um, like there's certain things you're going to do to play test your own game again and again and again is what Gibby's talking about. So it's like, you never like there's certain bugs like you'll run into, like maybe it's like clipping issues or something where like somebody will jump and crouch in an area. You just never thought anyone would do. Yep. And then there's a little like untouched, like boundary box there. And like the character, like, you know, moon shots are like falls underneath the map or, you know, Exactly. Uh, this type of stuff. So there's like geometry issues. There's coding issues where like you'll get to like uh, where I talked about before is like a map maze where it's like you'll go down a series of menus that you thought nobody would ever, ever in their right mind would go through. Yeah. And now they're like, I can't get rid of the sale buy option. And you're like, why did you click sale and buy at the same time? And they're like, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it would yeah. just toggle over. Yeah. Like, so just work like that because that's how it works everywhere else. You're like, exactly. Okay, yeah. Exactly. So, so the, the, the creative Nikara um, or Nikra. God, I need to see how to pronounce that name. But anyway, I, I apologize for butchering the name. But um, he's dealing with what we've talked about before and what I've dealt with, but not on the scale that he's dealing it with, with yeah. right? Um, the things I've released were released on Game Jam sites, or they were released just as a proof of concept, and bugs were inherent, right? Um, yeah. he's re- he released on Steam, where yeah, people are buying it, different and the game's that. not working. <laughs> <laughs> so... Now here's here's the worst part is he has a very great gameplay concept and people aren't getting to experience it because they can't beat it yet. So yeah. um, it's definitely a learning thing and he is very inspiring because he realizes that he's like shit this sucks, but it's not yeah. it's not taking him out of it right. He's he's still he's bug fixing. 
he well, on release he, they he found a bug that was game breaking. So as, after the game was released, he, I'm pretty I feel sure like that's always the way, dude. Right? Yeah, yeah. Every time you go for final release and you launch it up, you're all excited. You're gonna play yep. it. And then you're like. What the no? Yep, <laughs> no. Yep. Like I told you, um, our, our last game jam at final release, we were like three hours from launching, and we forgot to add player two, the the main <laughs> part of our game. We forgot to to go with player two. Um, you know, it it happens to all of us. You know, and my heart goes out to to the developer there. And I know you're going to do great. I actually purchased your game. I'm waiting for for it to be fixed to play through it. But um, it's a it's a short short it's a very short game, narrative driven game, but amazing concepts and yeah. um i just wanted to give them a shout out and say that you know we all go through it believe me yeah. and the people who are sticking around it's because you have a fantastic product and and people so who how would you definitely. how would you uh solve that problem how would i solve it now yeah um, if you had the like like because like we've talked about it like mm-hmm. uh we've both released problem like uh games with problems uh, yeah yes. and like we had to go back and like fix things how did you decide like uh when to fix like things if it was worth fixing like you said like for like the, your game not having player two where you're just like ah oh, whatever this is fine or <laughs> like uh, it, how it, did you identify that, the problems like when does did you that know? problem uh take away from y- your game as a whole for what you want your game to be about like the game yeah. that i was talking about released it was a one-on-one fighter you needed player two. We had AI, yeah. but the main thing was to play against another person. So uh, we couldn't release with that function missing. Um, the other thing too is is something like I, we were working on a platformer, and um, we had a moonwalk bug, where if you were walking and you pressed like back and forward at the same time, the sprite would flip, but the character, but your actual character wouldn't. So you could walk yeah. backwards, like forwards, <laughs> you know. Um, so that was just visually annoying but we could have shipped with that right yeah but um we we decided not to because it was an easy fix um and for so were you deciding by things that were just easy or like all right if it's easy we should fix it right? i, I, I would like... decide if if the game functions with it yes or no um okay and on then a like one-on-one so fighter, you cannot so release what, that. for the moonwalking for the moonwalking you're like the game functions without it so it's a yes, but you still decided to fix it. Why? Still decided to fix it because of uh, of ease of use and on playtesting, more and more people were finding it out. If okay. one person finds it out, not a big deal. We can fix it later, right? Yeah. Um, and the big thing with the Nakara guy is he he. I'm sure he had playtesters. It's probably friends and so, family. All right. Wait, one second. Out- what What's later to you? Right. So you're like, it's not a big deal. Like if like it's one one offs. Yeah. I'll deal with that later. When when is the later chunk? Before is it like release. Your before final release. pass. Your final pass. If On the final pass. Things, if you have time pass. or just no, later no, no, at, no. at that just end. Before release. Because uh, this is interesting. That sounds like a recipe for disaster. It might be. It might be. Yeah. It's um, like if you fix the thing, but it breaks something else, then like your your game instantly releases, right? So maybe that's why we run into problems. Because like, <laughs> maybe. Because uh, I, I think I do almost the exact same thing as well, where it's like, oh, some small things, I'll just fix it real quickly uh, right at the very end. And then like, I'll, boom, I'll like, you know, create the executable and, and put it out there. And then somebody's like, yo, this breaks everything. And I'm like, damn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So with the um, Nykra guy, um, I'm pretty sure he had, you know, someone play through the game and bug test it. But it was probably someone who played through it the entire creative process, right? Yeah. So I, I think the main thing is finding someone to play the game that has never seen or touched your product before. Yeah. But also someone. So when who, do you decide to do that? From it's right when you think we're thinking about releasing it, where you yourself have played through it multiple so times. So for and you're um, like, this your is stealth it. game, when yep. will I see pictures of that? When would you show it to like a friend? Uh, you will see pictures of that in the coming week. You will see video of that in the coming week. As far as gameplay, right. you'll probably. But see how that far along are you? Because uh, like you know, this whole time, like you just kind of been talking more on like concept, yep. and like I'm just you know, uh, went along visually or like in the process. Do you feel like it's worth starting to like ask other creatives like for input and be like, hey, this is what I'm working on. Uh, you will get it when the first level is done. A um, enemies have a cycle, and you can complete it. Nice. Like complete the first level. For me, like I've been uh, doing a lot of these edits, and I will show them to my buddies when I'm done with it. But I'm going to still do one final pass. So I like to like do like a, a final build, and then I like look at that and I watch it, and I'll watch it a couple of times, and I'll be like, 
all right, here's some of my notes that I noticed that I need to fix. And then I'll show it to my uh, buddies in Discord. And I'll be like, hey, guys, check this out. What do you think? And if all of them are saying like different things, I'm like, okay, these are already things I noticed. And it's like, these are interesting things I didn't notice uh, that I could possibly fix. Uh, yeah. And then when I go into my final pass, I try to take like, uh, if, like I said, like more than like whatever it is, like three or four people are saying the same thing. I'll be like, all right, this is probably a thing I need to like try and fix immediately. If, even if it's like just a weird adjustment or something, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then so I try to solve for the end user experience too. <laughs> like yeah. If they would question. So yeah. I, I will say that you'll most likely get a build when like the first level's complete and when the first boss fight's complete. So yeah. just those because it's the first level will be just gameplay, how to play it, right? Yeah, and it's yeah. and it's to a point where you're it's like the learning stages of playing the game, so you can get through it and you know you've played enough games in general to if there's anything big that I have to work on and I haven't seen it, you could probably see it, right? And you won't be yeah. the only one, one testing it, right? And then boss boss fights as well. Like a big part of the of my planned game is boss fights. So if yeah. that's broken and it works for me every time because I know what to do and yeah. you find a bug, that's how I know. So like testing the biggest parts of your game I think are huge. Um, the levels that are based off of your big parts, I think you can get through with playtesting at the end of the day. Um, whenever you introduce a new concept, you should probably playtest that concept. Whenever you introduce a new, um, you know, technique or something, probably playtest that technique once it's introduced. Um, that, would that's almost, my thought. I would almost recommend, cause I feel like a lot of what you're saying is common sense to me. <laughs> it's a, it's a, yeah, <laughs> but, it is, but it's but also not. <laughs> I, I would say, I would recommend like for people to try and like maybe, uh, get a, like a job is like a paid beta tester almost at a game. Yep. Yep. And that's actually one of my side jobs. Side jobs. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, we both had like that job before. And I'm like, I wonder if yeah. we just look at like how we, uh, you know, test at the end just because we both had that experience. Yeah, definitely. I've like, I've beta tested like software before, like where it's just like, you know, forms and stuff. So yeah. I, I would be on like the phone with like, you know, the developer and I'm like running through like checklist on like how to fix things. Yeah. And I don't think regular people usually don't do that. Do you think? Like, yeah. Uh, yes. Like most people like aren't, aren't on the phone with like developers or like trying to. So I would almost like, I would encourage people maybe like, even if they don't want to get a job beta testing, maybe like listen to like beta testers, like on YouTube, like yep. what they look for, like what their processes are and stuff. Cause there's, there's a, a bit of almost like a methodical way that we go through games. That I think most yes, uh, indie yes. people won't uh, understand. True. Unless true. they've tried to beta test a, a Getting game. a job but, as a beta tester definitely helps, honestly. And I'm not yeah. talking like these giant, like, like Battlefield 2042 yeah. beta tests or Halo Infinite. Like, no, like not talking... like the pre-buy, pre-buy the game and get access to the yeah, bases. Yeah, no, no. We're talking yeah. like uh, they're paying you to like look for, like it's usually... Uh, for bugs breaking out of the map uh yeah, seeing if early alpha and or like, reproducing it yeah so there's like i would say there's almost stages of beta testing too I think there's that's like what uh, helps me in my day job too <laughs> you know yeah <laughs> like, no, I, I, I think it helps everything like if you've ever done like a it troubleshooting like look at like a, a trouble it troubleshooting checklist yeah and i know you have i have where it's like yep. you know identify the problem like get rid of different variables uh like you kind of like go down a chain of things until like you find like what's breaking the chain of things yep and i think most people don't apply that skill like that's a skill set that like we we constantly apply yeah uh, and i think that's I, the it, that's what uh, the nicro dev um was missing right he yeah. didn't have like he may have had people beta test it but he didn't have people run it through the ringer you know yeah. like one of the issues was the game w wouldn't save right that's yeah. that's a core part of your story driven game is saving progress um they probably played it through all the way right without trying to save he probably played yeah. it through all the way without trying to save and just wrote the code and it worked once and he thought okay great you have to test that piece each and every time yeah. and you know it's a learning process and like i said he has a full release that i'm i am so so stoked to play once it's fixed so and, here's the uh, thing right because yeah. you say that and it sounds simple to normal people yeah uh but when we say put it through the ringer like you will find bugs where it's like on the 3,568th save, the game crashes and like the data becomes unrecoverable. But yes. like, you, you find things like, you know, if they hit this button 4,800 times, like this screen just glitches out, like things are stuck. Like yeah. if you move this inventory to like the 18 decimal places over or 12,000 decimal places over, like the game crashes, like and it, it ruins half your computer. So there's <laughs> people who like will put your game through the ringer like that, where they like set up a lot of automation and then they have like human people as well. Like, yes. uh, like 
click through and like because I, I think like when we say beta testing, people are like, oh yeah, whatever. It's like I, I played Battlefield. I know how beta testing works. Where it's like I don't yeah. think like they understand like like a full like uh, problem solving suite that like a, a lot of companies will offer, but yes. you know, it costs money. And I would say like your friends will, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, yes, yes. It costs money. I don't mean to interrupt, but it costs money. But that's the beauty of where we live now. The yeah. uh, internet age, the Discord communities, things like that. T- uh, Twitter, the Reddit, Reddit game dev channel, or, or sub subreddit. Sorry, um, are such a phenomenal resource that use it. Um, interact with these communities, and I know sometimes you're, it's a solitary effort of you game creating and you iterating and doing it yourself. It's it's so yeah. lonely, but. I can't stress enough how well networking works. I'm lucky enough to know people in real life that I can just go over to their house and go, Hey, I fucked up. Can you help me with this? You know, yeah. like, like whether, whether it's you, you know, the professor, you know, whoever, um, not everyone has that, you know, I take that for granted, truthfully. Cause one, one yeah. day you and professor were like, Hey, you want a game gym? I'm like, yeah, let's do it. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not everyone has that. So definitely get to discord communities. And honestly, me doing this podcast and stuff, po- if you, if you're working on something, you need help, man, post in the comments, man. Uh, if I have time, I will definitely look at it. I, yeah. you know, I also I, like get into like your niche groups too. Cause like I said, I found a bunch of stuff for specific like software things that I do and like specific uh, programming languages. And, like, if you go into, like, those Reddits and stuff, they usually have, like, a Discord community. And, like, I like to get into those, like, if I have an immediate problem. Or I also look to look at other people's immediate problems, too, and be like, oh, can I help anybody else out today? Like, uh, so I used to do that, like, a lot for uh, 3D modeling. I was in, like, the Blender, like, 3D community. And, like, I know, I knew, like, way more than the average person, like, does yeah. about, like, Blender cause it, just because of how long I'd used it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, I should help out, like, some other people because, like, there's just weird one-off things that you'll learn that, like, you don't really use anywhere else in the software. So yeah. uh, I would go there and I'd just be like, yeah, here's, here's like hockey's, here's things like, uh, and I don't know. It's, I think it's just good to like give back to like those communities too. Like if you can, but if you're just starting out, like, uh, you know, I would say like check the FAQs because <laughs> I'm sure yes. like somebody else maybe yeah. has already asked it before. Like that sort of thing. Like, you know, uh, you, you know, this then, helps me as well. Creating a, like a game dev journal. As well, just like yeah. what you worked on today, any issues you had. Because uh, looking back on it, it's it's something you could see your own personal growth in yeah. that field. So I think that's something that not a lot of people do. I think writers do it when they're writing a book or something. They'll have like keep notes on the other side or yeah. where they got stuck. So, you know, definitely. Or like the programmer thing of talking to the, the rubber duck, you know, talk, like talking, explaining talking it to out. the rubber duck and figuring it out helps a lot. It does yeah. help a ton. <laughs> So I started doing this as well, where like uh, as I'm doing like my like goal for the week, I'll be like writing out like what I uh, get done this week that I wanted to like uh, get done and like what didn't I get done? And then I was like, oh, well, went good. What what didn't? So I've been like breaking it down like at the end of the week, like into like uh, what what can I do coming up and like when will I do it? And then like just kind of have like a, a chunk of time like assigned to it. But like I don't know, like everyone's process is gonna be different for that. But yeah. like uh you, you definitely actually have to do the the action of whatever it is writing <laughs> typing yes you know? yes don't just think about doing it actually yeah. do this so that uh i think that's a good way to end it here that's our time um but yeah no that's thank you chip for for suggesting this it's something that i think especially since i'm working on something creative at the moment it does get, make me yeah. think and anyone <laughs> yeah. who's here because i know uh you know, the, like we've been talking about the new releases and stuff, but at, at its heart for what we do is we both want to make games and not just play them. So, yeah. you know, it's it's definitely something to food for thought. But uh, uh, any final closing thought on that, Chip? Uh, yeah, just, just it. you know, to try to make some, <laughs> like, I definitely have some sort of goal that's measurable. And then if you're not making progress on that, like, identify what why you're not making progress is going to be more helpful than just, like, beating yourself up about not having enough time. Uh, so I don't know, try and position yourself for the, the most success. Like when you're doing th- like creative things, uh, yes. Yes. what about you? Had any final thoughts? Uh, you know, final, we talked about a lot about bug testing, but, um, you know, take these, take things that work with navigating these roadblocks and your method might be different from mine. It might be, you know, different from chips, but, uh, once you find it, stick with it and use it in other aspects of life, not just your game creation side, not just whatever art you're doing or anything creative, whether you're writing a song. Um, once you make it, once that 
technique becomes habit you do it without thinking and yeah. that's when you get the most progress so definitely try it and as we said when we talked about beta testing and stuff you know do it, run through the ringer um you know so i yeah. think that's i think that's really it yeah, just look into it is all we're saying like looking yeah. how look into exactly. how people break things is uh, always a good <laughs> exactly exactly good thing for you so yeah so i think that's our that's our time uh, i'm mr gimpy and that's chipped monk next to me Chipmunk. and uh you know like share subscribe follow that podcast and sub ninja star whatever you got and get yeah, uh twenty thousand of your friends frankensteiner dude <laughs> yes sir <laughs> we'll see you guys next week take care everybody later peace